Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. You know, sometimes the universe is trying to lead us towards something, get us where we need to be, show us what we need to learn or what we need to explore, give us the answers, and we miss it. We miss it because there's no way sometimes to get us from point A to point B in a straight line. Sometimes it's a test of sorts to see if we'll follow the breadcrumbs from the universe. And sometimes it's just actually the shortest path. But a lot of times we miss it, we're not paying attention. I had an experience with breadcrumbs from the universe <laughs> here in the past uh, two weeks. And I wanna share it with you. One, because it's a really cool story of how the universe works and how spirit works. And two, because it's a really good example of the types of breadcrumbs that sometimes we miss. Those of you who follow me on um, social media may know that my dog, Disco, my old lady, she just recently died. She lost use of her back leg some time ago and um, was really going downhill. And then she spent three days where she wouldn't leave my office. And then she left. I knew it was coming, of course right? It had been time. And Disco found her way into my life by breadcrumbs as well. Years before, we had another dog who had passed, and it was time to add a second dog back into our family. I needed to be very careful because I my kids were little and just I had a house full anyway. We have other animals. And of course, I have lots of people that come in and out and my dogs are greeters, <laughs> right? And so I needed one that was going to be calm and kind and all of the things. And my husband was an urgent, was very urgent about it, but I couldn't let him decide because, um, side note, when he chooses animals, it usually, <laughs> it usually doesn't go well. But it wasn't super on my radar. And then one night I had a dream. I dreamt of this beautiful Australian shepherd with different colored eyes and she was so kind and sweet and perfect. It was a nice dream. I didn't think too much of it until the next day when I was having lunch with my friend, Heather. Um, side note, Heather happens to own the Health Collective in Dallas where I hold my events. Shout out to Heather. And um, we're eating lunch and I tell her about the dream. And she kind of tilts her head and looks at me sideways and she says, you know that means we're going to the shelter. And I hadn't even thought of that. Didn't even cross my mind that this was me being led. And so I said, yeah, sure, okay. And I didn't think much of it. We walk through the shelter and see all the animals and she's not there. And I'm ready to leave. I'm about to walk out the front door when Heather opens a door that says, do not enter. And right on the other side of that door, on her last day of her five-day hold, is Disco. They had found her on the street. They said she literally was jumping in the air and catching a dove out of the air when they found her. She had just had a litter of puppies. There she was. I laid eyes on her and I knew that she was for me. 
and I brought her home. She chewed up one shoe and one stuffed animal. I looked her in the eyes. I said, we don't chew things. And she never did it again. And she has been my constant companion, my co-worker, or had been ever since. As she was going downhill, as she was letting go, this was about a week's long process. I could tell she was waiting for something. I could feel it. And I had an idea. I knew what it was. But for confirmation, I reached out to a client who happens to be an animal communicator. Her name's Kathy Cavanaugh. And um, she also is giving away a session at my seminar this coming Sunday. Side note. Um, I called her and I asked her what she thought. And she communicated with Disco and told me that Disco was waiting to say goodbye to someone. And she was waiting for the ceremony that I had planned for her. Now, let's be clear, I didn't have a ceremony planned for her, um, but I did kept, keep trying to think of what that could be. Over the next week, it just so turned out that that particular week was the week of, a, of the month that I see a bunch of regular clients who happen to be madly in love with disco, including the one who house sits for us when we go out of town, so it's very close to her, and each one of these people was so happy that they could very lovingly greet her and tell her goodbye. And then it was maybe Thursday. This is when the breadcrumbs really started. It would have been very easy for me to ignore. Thursday morning, I wake up and I happen to go to my Facebook as I'm drinking my coffee and I see this golden retriever. My heart skips a beat like there is something pulling me into this animal. This is important. And I try to ignore it because my, my friend is lying. She's, she's, she's lying on my office floor trying to let go. This didn't seem appropriate, but I couldn't stand it. I couldn't help it. And so I called the shelter where she was, and she had literally just been adopted after having been in the shelter for several months. I let it go didn't think too much of it. The next day I'm hanging out with my best friend Connie. Um, she happens to be a crystal intuitive. Uh, she's also giving away a session on Sunday. And it just comes over me that we have to go to the shelter. I have no intention. I told her, I'm, there's no way I'm getting a dog today. But we do go to the shelter. And of course, I've got yellow labs on my mind. There are several there. None of them are the right one. I happened to notice this other small dog, black with big pointy ears. <laughs> and I think to myself very briefly, watch me end up with a dog like that. And then I sort of dismiss it because my husband likes big dogs. This dog's maybe 30 pounds. This is tiny to him. Um, I don't think too much of it. I let it go. The very next morning, Saturday morning, I wake up and I happen to open Facebook as I'm drinking my coffee and an event comes up. It is the Labrador Rescue Society and they're going to be at some pet store that is less than 10 minutes from my house. I've never heard of this pet store before. Um, wasn't even aware there was a pet store in that location. It's called Puppies and Friends. <laughs> and um, I decide as I'm leaving to go make my appearance at an event that day, that I'm going to go by this Labrador rescue event. 
I get there, they're set up in front. They don't have any dogs with them. This is not an adoption event. This is an awareness raising money event. This is, there are no dogs. And I think, well, this was stupid. Why am I here? <laughs> right? And I start to leave and then something comes over me. You know what? I'll just, I'm here. I'll check out this little pet store. I walk in and sitting about 10 feet in front of me is this small black dog, big pointy ears. And she turns her head and she looks at me. And I think, oh my God, that's my dog. That's my dog. The universe has been trying to tell me all this time. It's been leading me here. I could not possibly, I would have ignored that. If I would have gone straight to here is this event today, I would have not paid attention. I would have gone to the event I needed to go to. I, I wouldn't have done this, right? I go in, I meet her. I know it's her. And I call my husband, he and the kids come. And of course, the first thing he says is she's really small, <laughs> but then he meets her. And now she's here and she's part of our family. I brought her in to meet Disco. Remember me saying she needed to meet someone? She goes and she says hello to Disco and she leaves. And then I'm struck by the ceremony. And I have my goodbye moments with Disco. We did a meditation together and I spoke with her and the next morning she let go. She was waiting to say goodbye to someone and she was waiting for her ceremony and I believe she led me as a piece of the universe, a projection of divinity with little breadcrumbs to Coda. And now Lakota has been here a week and I've had clients come and go and all of the things I have found that she is like disco in more ways than I realized. Not the least of which is when they found her, she was pregnant and had a litter of puppies, just like disco did. Cannot tell you how grateful I am that in both of those instances, in disco's story and in Coda's story, I allowed myself to follow the breadcrumbs from the universe. I want you to take a moment for yourself and look backwards and see if you can discover the times that you did. Maybe you didn't even realize it. Maybe you didn't quantify it and recognize how special it was. Maybe you just write it off as chance. But honeys, there's no way that's chance. I've never thought twice about Labradors before this led me right where I needed to be to meet my new friend and to help my other friend say goodbye. There are lots of stories that I could share with you about following those breadcrumbs, but this one is, of course, the most recent. And it's also one that feels really important. If you're not an animal lover, maybe you don't get it. But for those of you who are, well, you're probably the only ones who are still listening today. <laughs> Beloved, I share this with you in hopes that you'll pay attention. Pay attention to the breadcrumbs. Follow their lead. See where they're taking you. What's the worst case scenario? In this situation, the worst case scenario was I found a cute little pet store 
and met the young female owner who is empowered young business owner. That was cool too. I got to have some nice conversations with some amazing people. The worst case scenario certainly wasn't wasted time. And even if it had been, time enjoyed is not time wasted. Lovelies, I want you to follow that voice inside. The one that says, go here, go there, take the longer way to work. Call that old friend, whatever it is. Listen, at first it may not make sense. It may not make sense. Why am I chasing around this Labrador and then I get there and there are none, <laughs> right? At first it may make no sense. But if you are of open mind and open heart, eventually it will even if it's much time later in retrospect. There is always a path. It lights up one step at a time, one breadcrumb at a time. And if we're paying attention, we're able to take the most direct route possible instead of the twisting and the turning or lost opportunity. Let's keep this in mind. Let's let this kind of thinking and energy lead us out of this Mercury retrograde and into the very peaceful phase that will follow it. I know a lot of people have had a rough couple of weeks. It seems like things are falling apart in a lot of cases. But sometimes things have to fall apart to be put back together into something new, into the next phase. The reawakening. Keep it in mind. And please message me, comment on social media, share with me your own breadcrumbs. Until next time, beloved. Namaste. I jumped at an opportunity to sing the praises of Jennifer because she is more than just a mentor to me, she is my friend. And I've thought a lot about what I want to say. And honestly, I could fill easily an hour or more with examples of how her gifts have played out in my life, the changes, the amazing, truly, actually mind-blowing stuff. But what I really think is most important for people to know is who Jennifer is at her core. I think we've all met or seen spiritual teachers on TV that, that they want to be our everything. We have a problem you come to them. Every decision you make, hey, run it past them. From simple things even, you want to change your wallpaper in your bathroom, this is the kind of micromanagement they have in your life. That is not even remotely who Jennifer is. She doesn't want to be your guru, and she certainly isn't here to lead a flock of followers. She's here to help us awaken our own gifts, tune into your own voice, be able to hear your own God speaking to you in order to lead our very, very best life. She's here as a guide and a mentor, and on occasion, she might kick your tail feather a little bit, but honesty is also very, very important in a, in a mentor and friend. I know it has been an amazing gift in my life meeting her. The day I found her online, that was a blessing. Walking into her home for my first personal session, life-altering experience. And here I am, 
several years later um, and listening to her podcast. I'm a patron online, all of these things. But my life has changed truly for the better. I am better. I feel better. I'm more confident. I am more certain. And most importantly, I am more at peace because of the things that she has taught me and helped me and guided me with. I am I'm blessed. She has been a blessing in my life, and I truly appreciate her. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.